1: Everyone wants to have sex with you. If you have a hole, people want to have sex with you. Everyone wants to have sex with you. With women, we have a choices. We get to choose who we want to sleep with. It's with men who have to work for it, who have to earn it, who have to pay for it. Men sleep with whoever is willing. Women sleep with who they want. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sits you didn't ask for but need. Welcome. Almost adulting. Almost adulting. Almost adulting. Are you ready? Hi, Vesties, and welcome to a brand new Almost Adulting, the largest self-love podcast and movement, your number one destination for personal growth and mental health. I am your big sister and your host, Violetta. Before we get started, I want to say welcome to the month of Mental Health Month, the month of May. We are now entering the third week. Wow. That's crazy. (laughs) The third week of the month. Wow. I hope you are doing well mentally. In case you missed it last week, we had two amazing big hits, solo episodes, all about changing your perspective. On Tuesday, it was a 20 minute change of perspective about situationships. And on Thursday, it was about change of perspective about ghosting. So if you missed it go check it out, it is so, so, so good. You guys raved about them. Today is all about Confession Corner. So usually we have Confession Corner Reddit, but instead of doing Reddit confessions, I thought I can do my own confession today, which was my experience at the Kentucky Derby this weekend. Since a lot of you share with me that you feel like I don't share about my life enough, that I'm too private, and I only talk about my past and all those things. So I thought it'd be a perfect way for you to get to know me a little better. So, today is my confession on my Kentucky Derby experience over this last weekend. How I secured the bag for a free trip to the Kentucky Derby. I got to sit in the best place to watch the horse race. I hooked up with two guys. (laughs) I made an enemy. I mean, he's an enemy in my book. And I got to meet really cool people and have a wonderful experience. And I went to Kentucky all by myself. So I want to share all that with you. Okay, let's fucking go. Before we get started, do not forget to, do not, do not, don't forget to subscribe to today's podcast, Almost Adulting. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Whether you're listening on Apple or Spotify, go ahead and click subscribe. And if you enjoy my episodes, don't forget to give me a five-star review. It helps me tremendously and I will love you forever for it. And I do read all the reviews. Also, we are now on YouTube. We're trying to get on YouTube. Hopefully we'll do Spotify videos as well soon, but we are now on YouTube. So if you want to catch any of the episodes on video, you can find us in Almost Adulting Podcast on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe to that as well. So Kentucky Derby, how did I secure a free trip? Well, first of all, my partners in Mercedes invited me to Kentucky Derby months ago. I ended up deciding to go by myself because I couldn't find anyone to go with me. And I decided I wasn't going to just ruin a fun trip just because I didn't have someone to go with me. I thought this was going to be a fun experience where I get to explore things on my own. And I wasn't wrong. So if you're thinking of going on a trip by yourself and you're meeting up with people there, this is your opportunity to do it. Okay. So my Mercedes rep, Daniel from Mercedes of Easton, he's my main rep with Mercedes who... He's the beautiful man who got me my G-Wagon and my G-Wagon deal, custom-made G-Wagon, the one I post about contractually every month on my stories. (laughs) So if you guys are looking for Mercedes, definitely check it out with Mercedes of Easton with Daniel. He's the best. So he invited me to the Kentucky Derby and to their suite, and he helped me figure things out for my trip. I only figured out outfits last minute because I don't think I really understood how big the derby is every single year. So I don't think I was really sitting and thinking about it. Plus I was going through a lot of different things that were happening, whether it was with my body, whether it was getting off birth control and PCOS to freezing my eggs, to some work changes, to health issues with my mother so I just really wasn't in the proper headspace to be thinking about the Kentucky Derby but after I had so much fun in Mexico I said why not take another trip yeah why not be a little whore (laughs) I'm kidding well not really well depends what your definition of whore is for me it's a girl that has fun so we got me the flight which was super last minute everything was kind of booked up so coach flights there and back, no complaining, just happy to be there. And then we figured out the Airbnb months prior, but there was something off with the guy from the Airbnb. like he never gave his confirmation number. he couldn't figure out where to pay. and it was weird, and I couldn't figure out whether or not I actually had a place to stay because I had no confirmation, and we didn't pay yet. So last minute, I remember I reached out to one of my guy friends. My friend who owns a company called Get Engaged. And that company basically does a bunch of events and connects influencers, rappers, athletes, celebrities, and all that with brands and throws events and things like that. Super cool. And so I reached out to my friend. I said, Hey, I'm right now, I'm not really sure what I'm saying I'm kind of having issues with the Airbnb. I'm kind of creeped out. The guy's creeping me out. He's being too personable with me. I don't have a confirmation information. Can you by any chance help me find somewhere to stay? And he said, "Yeah, through the brand that I'm working with, because I'm going to be there as well. I, you can say this hotel at the Omni," and he like figured it out super quickly. And you guys don't understand; it is so hard to find a place to stay during the Kentucky Derby in Kentucky, like anywhere in Louisville, it's so hard. Like everything's booked up months in advance. And he helped me, I asked them to help me like three days prior and they gave me a room and I was so suspicious of it cause it felt too easy. Cause you know, like things were just like not working out for me. Like I ordered a bunch of outfits, nothing came on time. And for whatever reason, House of CB ended up reaching out and asking to send me clothes and they sent me dresses not even for the Kentucky Derby. Because I ordered from Self-Portrait and my dresses got stuck in customs. So randomly, House of CV reaches out, sends me dresses. I realize, oh shit, I could wear some of these dresses to so the Kentucky Derby. Then I can't figure out a hat. Nothing I can order is from Etsy. We'll get on time. I find random hats. I forget what they're called, like headbands on Amazon. And I'm like, okay, this could work. So I ordered that. So now I have dresses from House of CB. I have some dresses in my closet. This one, majorly, it's my friend's brand. I'm pronouncing it wrong. It's from Revolve. I wore it on my second day of the Derby. You guys will see my pictures. So I'm like, okay, cool. I can wear that. And I'm like, things will work out. I just kept telling that to myself. Even me going alone. I was like, okay, I know my Mercedes rep and I know my friend who owns Get Engaged. And I think that's enough. And through that, I'll somehow will meet more people and I'll just figure things out. Things will work out. So then I asked my friend to help me with a room. He gets it for me. I'm so skeptical that I called the hotel three days prior to confirm that my name was on in the hotel. And they're like, yeah, your name's there. Then again, the day before I flew out to confirm my name's there. <laughs> they're like, yeah, your name's still there. And I was like, well, this is crazy. So then I go to get on my flight. I get on my flight. Let me tell you, the worst turbulence I've ever experienced in my life. Like it's so bad that I'm trying to sleep through it in case we die, that hopefully I'm sleeping so I won't feel the death, I won't feel the crash. And every time my eyes are closed and I'm starting to dream, the turbulence is so bad back and forth that I keep thinking I must be in, I keep thinking I'm in a car and we're going through construction and the road is like really rough on the freeway. And then only to then realize, wait, no, there's no road underneath me, I'm on a plane. I'm flying so then I open my eyes and I realized holy shit and the guy next to me was doing like a prayer <laughs> holding deer tight to his chair with his hands and then doing a little prayer and I'm like and I asked him and I said hey should I be nervous are we okay and he's like yeah yeah no no we're fine listen I fly every weekend this is not bad at all this is normal and I was like really okay and he goes yeah yeah you're, you're fine just go back to sleep and then towards the end of the flight I asked him, I said, hey, be honest with me. Was that turbulence normal? And he said, honestly, no. That was the worst turbulence I've ever experienced. And I've been flying for 20 years. (laughs) That killed me. And I said, you know what? Thank you so much for staying calm for me and lying to me. I actually really appreciate that. And he's like, of course, no problem. And the funniest part was that during the turbulence, at one point, it got so bad. I said, you know what? Fuck it. Sorry for swearing effort i'm gonna make a little prayer and i did a prayer and i said dear god please don't let me die in the back row of coach (laughs) next to the bathroom please god that is not how i want to go if you stop the turbulence right now i promise to be nicer and kinder to men i kid you not that was my prayer i will be nicer and kinder to men If you promise to stop the turbulence and I will survive this flight, I will be nice to men. I kid you not, turbulence stopped. I was like, ah, fuck. (laughs) God damn it. Oh, man. So I had to keep my promise that weekend. That is why I hooked up with two guys. I was doing my duty that I promised to God to be kinder. And how much more kind can I be than putting my titties in their mouth? I'm totally kidding. That didn't happen. Maybe it did. I don't know. But... (laughs) totally kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Maybe. (laughs) So I land in Kentucky, Louisville, Kentucky. I'm by myself. I thought I only got the hotel Friday and Saturday. So I land on the Thursday because we couldn't get a flight for a different day because it was all booked up. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'll stay at the creepy Airbnb for a day. Maybe it won't be that bad. And then maybe I'll stay there the whole weekend or maybe then I'll go to the hotel. But then I was like, you know what? Things will work out. Why don't I call the hotel just to see if they have my name under for Thursday as well? I called them and I said, hey, confirming last time, when am I supposed to check in? Is it Friday? And they go, no, you can check in Thursday. And I was like, oh, like, can I come right now? And they go, yeah. And I was like, wow, things really are working out. So I show up at the hotel. My friend got me a hotel room at the Omni. So nice. So beautiful. I didn't even need to go to the Airbnb where I thought there may be secret cameras everywhere. Thank God. Check in, they put me on the 13th floor, the 18th floor. I forget. I have such bad memory. And they put me in the hotel a few hours, and I actually booked two tours for abandoned houses. What are those called? The houses with ghosts. Whatever it's called, I booked that for me to go by myself to enjoy. But I ended up accidentally falling asleep and missing it. But somebody knocks on my door. I open the door, and suddenly I have a whole bag of goodies from the brand that was sponsoring me, the brand that was letting me stay in the hotel. So my friend didn't fully tell me, but not only did he get me this room, he basically, I guess, connected me with the other brand, which is Raising Cane's. And he basically got me to be part of their whole influencer trip for the weekend. And it wasn't actually an influencer trip. It was an athlete and rapper trip. And then me. How lucky am I? I was surrounded by hot ass rappers and football players the whole weekend. But that's in five more minutes. I'll get to that. So they bring in a bag and then they bring in this itinerary and it's like 15 pages thick. And then it's just, we're so excited for you to be part of the Kentucky Derby, to be on the ship with us from Raising Canes. I hope enjoy all your goodies. Here are the staff, three people that you can contact all throughout the weekend with anything you need. Here is the planner, the structure of everything we're doing this weekend. And it was like back-to-back things from morning till night. From morning of what we're doing, and by the way, you had a choice whether or not you want to do it. From morning what we're doing to then the horse races to the parties at night. We had a gala, we had Jack Harlow's party. And then also security guards are with us at all times and police officers and private cars. Like I literally somehow finesse my way into a whole weekend. I've been on enough influencer trips and I've never experienced such well put together structured plan. And I love structure. I mean, I do puzzles. I clean my house for my mental health. I love <laughs> structure. So yeah, I could come just looking at that structured list, but I didn't bring my vibrator. So I didn't. Yeah. Cause I can't do it with my hand. It just doesn't work for me. You know, it is what it is. I don't know. Okay. So I missed my ghost hunt trips and I ended up just sleeping through Thursday. And the lamest thing that I did that day was I tried to shout out Raising Cane's for being so kind to me that I mispronounced the word because, you know, Americans, the way they spell everything, I struggle with because it doesn't spell how you think it would sound. So I tried to give a shout out in my story, and I said, just wanted to give a quick shout out to Raising Cons or to Raising Cans. I deleted it a couple of hours later when I found out that that is not how you pronounce it. You know, shame on me. But anyway, I still was planning on meeting up with Mercedes, my Mercedes reps, Mercedes of Easton, the following day to start with them before I was going to join Raising Cans. I didn't know what to expect. The best trip ever. Louisville, Kentucky, never been there before. So I slept through Everything. I was really tired. Every time before a trip, I end up just staying up and packing. Instead of packing a few days prior, I pack the night of, and then I end up staying awake right as I'm about to get on my flight. And then I'm always running late to my flight. And then it's just loads of anxiety until I get to my flight. So I didn't get to sleep until finally at the hotel. So I slept like a baby. And the next day, I woke up and I got ready. I wore a house of CB yellow dress that everyone complimented me on. It's in my pictures. And Daniel, my Mercedes rep, picked me up with his wife's parents in this cute SUV. And we got to the Kentucky Derby. We went to the entrance of where everyone enters. And it was really cool to see it because I got to see so many, a variety of people. Everyone was dressed up, different hats, different colors. Everyone was so colorful. It was so beautiful, and it was so cool to watch. It was people, I think, from all over the country. It's a definitely once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to experience just to watch what people look like in their outfits.
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: And the funny thing is I knew nothing about Kentucky Derby. My mom knew about it from the romance novels that she reads. She was like, yeah, I read them in a of romance novel about the Kentucky Derby. So first we went to the Mercedes of Easton suite and it was really cool. I got to watch the race, which, you know I didn't really understand at first because it's like 20 minutes of leisure where no one's racing and then the race starts and you're like, wait, what's happening? And then by the time you finally lock eyes with where the horses are, what's happening? Two seconds later you blink and then you miss it again. You go, wait, what happened? And it's over, the race is over you have no idea who won. And then again, you have to wait 20 more minutes. So at that point, I said, okay, I'm going to go to the Raising Cane suite. I wanted to meet the people I was with. So I had to walk all the way to the other side of the derby area, the racehorse area. Their suites were all the way on the other side at something called the finish lines. I walk in, it's this huge suite, so much food, all Raising Cane's food, so much merch, so much swag, so many people, including I walk in, I ran into that guy, Dave from Barstool Sports, which was so random. Funny story. He doesn't own Barstool Sports anymore. I had no idea. I don't keep up with things. I don't really know him. I don't know him at all. I just met him actually. But yeah, he doesn't own Barstool Sports. He sold it a couple of years ago. I don't know if you guys know. thought that was interesting. And his girlfriend was actually planning on wearing the dress I was wearing the following day. So that was really funny as well. So I got to meet really cool people that day, including I got to stare at sexy football players and more people started to come in. And then I got to meet the people working at Raising Canes and I got to meet the family of Raising Canes. The owner, uh, his name is Todd. He's wonderful, such a sweet person. And then I got to meet his whole family he has this beautiful, amazing daughter. I met her boyfriend and then I met his beautiful wife. They've been together, I think, for over 20 years. It was just lovely. They were just great people. And I felt very lucky that first, I felt really lucky that first I got to spend time with Daniel Mercedes and they were such great people, like his wife's parents and Daniel, wonderful. And then I got to meet these wonderful people at Raising Cane's very grounded people and I got to meet people in the industry as well. And, and then I got to watch the race from this really cool suite. It was just honestly once in a lifetime experience. So then I was getting kind of tired and I, I wanted to take a nap before we were going to go to the gala that night. The gala was called Barn Stable Brown Gala because Raising Cane's got two tables there for us. So cool. So I was getting tired and I knew I wanted to take a nap before because I'm in my 30s and I'm realistic. (laughs) I can't go all day. So this is how impressive they were. They won me over because I said, oh, I'm a little tired. Maybe I can get an Uber. And they said, oh no, we got you. So here I am being walked out with one of the assistants of Raising Cane's and then a security guard with a gun and everything, big dude, and they walk me out through the back So before to get inside the race in the beginning, we took a golf cart, but we still had to walk a good amount to get to our suite at Mercedes. But with these guys on the other side, because we had the security guards with us, they had a back entrance. So we got to go through the back, through the employee back area. They like showed the badges and then you can just walk through. It was such a short walk. And then lo and behold, a black SUV waiting to take me home like mind blown. And I get it. You know, this is, I don't want to sound silly because I get it. It's part of the lifestyle that I live with what I do for a living. This is pretty normal things with black SUVs and getting sponsored and stuff like that. But I wasn't planning on going on this trip and I came here by myself and I didn't know where I was staying the day before I flew to Kentucky. So that is why I was so shocked by how cool it was that I got to be part of it. Not to mention the people that were on this influencer trip with me weren't influencers. There were rappers and football players. So I was very thankful for my friend for last minute, including me in this. I was very thankful for Raising Cane's for giving me the opportunity to have somewhere to stay. (laughs) So anyway, they took me home. I felt really cool. I, I felt really happy. I really needed this, honestly. I've been having so many ups and downs from my mom's health, not doing the best to being stressed out with work things, because there's all these work changes I'm going through. And then with the egg freezing and being so hormonal and going through that is just been draining. So it was cool that I got to go to Mexico two, three weeks ago, expecting nothing and being so thankful from the experience. And now it's the same thing. I expected nothing with Kentucky Derby stuff and things just were working out. So the car took me home I took a little nap and then I was ready to get ready for the gala. We were kind of late to the barn Stable Brown Gala. There were a lot of famous people there, a lot. And because we arrived late, I didn't want to do the red carpet. It made me nervous, but my dress was beautiful. It was this black dress with feather straps from House of CB. It's also in my pictures and I'm going to wear it again, which is why I didn't post too many pics of it. And we had so much fun. There were so many performers. I got drunk, I ate some food, and I spotted my man, Jack Harlow, and I was like, is this the night we started dating? And I was like, I don't know, because he was not really my type, I would say. But then someone else caught my eye that night. I started drinking, and I looked at one of my friends, and I was thinking, damn, have you always been this sexy, or is it the tequila? I don't know what the answer was, (laughs) but I just went with it. I made some new friends that night, some girlfriends. We... We're frolicking all over. I ran into some people who are fans of daddy issues, which was really cool as well, because there were so many cool people there. And then we went back to the hotel. There was a bunch of after parties, too. The guys at Mercedes invited me, but I was getting too tired. And then we got back to the hotel to go eat. And then me and one of the guys that caught my eye, he was like, "Do you want to go back to my room?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> which is, you know what? So unlike me. First of all, the last time I had sex was the end of 2021. So even though I don't have sex, I'm still open to making out and doing all that. And to be frank, it feels nice. It was nice for me to lose control a little, to not be so uptight and to feel wanted, to feel beautiful and all that. And just from my clothes alone that I got to pick for the weekend, dressing so classy and beautiful, I felt beautiful to, you know, just going for it with alcohol. I haven't drank in a while. And also, I don't know if you know, if you remember, but my Thursday episode last week, changing your perspective about ghosting, I mentioned how, when I was writing that episode, that this guy that I stopped talking to, he's actually the last guy I slept with, end of 2021. When we stopped talking, I never thought he would come back. And even I told you guys, everyone comes back, even the ones you never guess. When I was writing that episode, he ended up hitting me up. And then I made some jokes like, shit, maybe I should go back to him because he was packing, blah, blah, blah. But- when I flew into Kentucky, him and I were texting each other. So Thursday night, I was texting with him because I was entertaining the idea of him because I was lonely. But then Friday, I woke up and I realized, you know what? I think we forget as women, there are penises everywhere. (laughs) And what I mean by that is that as a woman, we have so many options. We end up being so focused on that one person that didn't want us and need some weird validation from them. We don't realize like, everyone wants to have sex with you if you have a hole people want to have sex with you everyone wants to have sex with you. With women we have choices we get to choose who we want to sleep with it's with men who have to work for it who have to earn it who have to pay for it men sleep with whoever is willing women sleep with who they want so i think we forget a lot of times our power in that regard So that's, you know, the minute I saw all the football players and rappers, I was just like, holy shit, there is every flavor I've ever wanted to taste, like right in front of me, like I've, you know, and all jokes aside, it's also because I genuinely believe that when it doesn't work out with someone, it doesn't work out for a reason and there's no need to revisit it. So yes, I entertained it in text for a second or I made a joke about it last week, but I think there's something to say about not going back to your past. You have to keep moving forward. And it didn't work out with us in 2021. And the only reason I entertained it, because I was like, well, I already slept with him and he's the last guy I slept with. So maybe, but no, I'd rather wait for someone else. It didn't work out with us for a reason. So I kind of forgot about him after Thursday. And I moved on to my next ice cream flavor. So yeah, Friday night, I went back to the room of one of the guys. And by the way, I would like to put it out there that the two guys I'm going to bring up that I kissed, hooked up with, whatever, A, I did not have sex with either one of them. That's how I stay feeling confident and good about myself, because it would make me feel like shit if I fucked either one. And then two, I would like to put it out there that they're not famous. You don't know who they are. I didn't take any pictures with them. I didn't post any pictures with them. So don't even try to guess it because I will take it to the grave with me whenever I talk about anyone I get with or anyone I like. The last thing I want to do is reveal that part. I'd rather keep that a secret just to respect other people's privacy and mine as well. And, you know, mystery is better. So don't you dare try to guess who I'm talking about. Today's episode is just a fun episode to give you so you're not as drained from all the serious episodes that we have throughout this month so I went to this guy's room back to his room and we started making out and I felt so sexy so pretty and he's like oh my god you're so hot you're so sexy I'm like oh my god no way thank you so much like me just being in my feminine era and then he you know as any every boy starts doing that thing where they try to you know grab your boobies and you're like mm, no thank you and then they try to slip their hand down your pants and you're like uh oh, no 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 thank you no, thank you. And you know, I don't care. I don't give a shit. I don't care if the guy gets blue balls. I don't care if he was expecting more. It doesn't matter. It's not about him. This is my movie on my life. And I'm having fun. (laughs) I'm the driver. So we made out all heavy, hot and heavy. And to be honest, for some reason, I think I was sobering up as we were making out. So I was kind of like, okay, this might be a mistake. I should go. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'm getting so tired. I'm going to go, but I'm going to miss you so much. And I felt like a boss. I mean, he felt like a boss because he got to touch my boobs for like two seconds. And I felt like a boss because I finally got to kiss a boy and it was nice. I wasn't romanticizing guys that, you know, I tried something new and I'm on vacation. So I went back to my room. I felt really cool. And I went to sleep Then the next day, I told myself, that guy's obsessed with me. Obviously, he's going to love me now. And he was like, oh, my God, I can't get enough of you. I want more Violetta. And then he's like, try to hang out with me that morning. But I decided to not do it when I left the race early that day. And he was like, where did you go? And I said, I think it's really important to know when to leave so people can miss you. And he was like, damn, I miss you already. And I was like, yay. It's just so nice when you're in your feminine era. So the next morning he tried to hang out with me, but I wanted to, you know, to let him keep missing me. <laughs> so I kept sleeping. <laughs> That's probably what I wanted to do more. And then I got ready for the second day of Kentucky Derby. And we all got to meet up through Raising Cane's in this private area in the Omni, where there was like a little party and there were more people today that showed up. More athletes and rappers, all sexy. I did notice this one guy from the side of my eye that was looking at me and in my head I was like, that guy is going to fall in love with me. I'm not joking. I literally created a whole fairy tale in my brain and I was just going with it and it was just working out for me. And that's the fun part when you go on these trips by yourself or when you're just being silly and goofy in your head. No one else has to know how silly you are. You keep it to yourself, but it's so much fun. I just was creating all this fantasy in my brain. Anyway, so then I hung out with the girls before we're getting on the bus for the day. I also saw the guy that I kissed. And it was chill, but we weren't really around each other for too much, which is honestly why I'm thankful that I didn't sleep with him because then I didn't get in my head. Imagine I fucked him and now he's too busy for me or he's doing his own thing or God knows what. I would have been like, does he not like me anymore? What's happening? And instead, I stayed within my boundaries. What was comfortable for me was was just kissing and maybe some heavy petting and nothing more, not even touching my privates vagina (laughs) or butthole or his butthole or his okay you get the gist and that's how I was able to just not think twice I got on the bus he wasn't there he was somewhere else and just talking to the girlies and of course the guy that I said that guy's gonna fall in love with me he's looking over my way and then he got up and he's like is the seat next to you taken And I'm like no you can sit here go ahead so he sat next to me and he just started sharing He just starts talking like that guy was just on a roll. Like this happens a lot with guys with me. I feel like they just open up and they share a lot. You know, sometimes people overshare and you're kind of like, you know, that whole meme of I want to be mysterious, but unfortunately I can't shut the fuck up. I feel like it's a lot of guys I meet, but I think they still maintain their mystery because you sit there and you're thinking, why would they say all of that? Because I was literally thinking that I was like, why would this guy tell me all of this? (laughs) But it was sweet. I was trying not to like him, to be honest. I was doing my best to not like him. So I was pretending like I didn't care to listen to everything he was sharing with me. I was pretending to not care about his attention because I was doing my best because I was like, I could tell right away that me and him had a sexual chemistry and that freaked me out. So I was doing my best to just like ignore it. So then we get to the, like we're carpet and to our suites and this guy made it a point to be next to me the whole time. Whether he want to take pictures of me, which, by the way, I didn't post any pictures of us together. You can't find any pictures of us, so you won't be able to guess who this guy is. Putting it out there, I just have to say that again. Reiterate that you have no idea who I'm talking about, okay? So don't try to guess. You wouldn't be able to guess It doesn't matter. So the thing is about this guy, he made it a point to just... Hover or be around me the whole time, whether it was wanting to take pictures with me or just stand next to me, always constantly finding me. Like, even when we got to the suite, I would try to do my own thing. And this guy would just be standing there waiting for me to finish talking to whomever I was talking, just so he can approach me and talk to me. And I don't care what anyone says clinging, whatever, bitch, be as clingy as you want with me. I love it. Not in texts and calls, like call me all day, but be as clingy as you want in person. Like I love it so much. I find that 10 out of 10 so attractive. And I guess that's actually one of the main ways he won me over. I think it's so sexy when a man claims you in public in front of people. I don't care if we just met, I don't care if it's because he's trying to have sex with me. Cause guess what? You have the nice guy and you have the fuck boy, and they both want to fuck you. So doesn't matter. Everyone wants to have sex with you because you're that hot. <sighs>
0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: So I loved how he would always have his arm around me or his hand on my leg or always being next to me. His body was facing me, always trying to have conversations with me and to open up, to talk and to just always be near me. That was so hot, so sexy. He won me over. From his voice to just doing that alone, I was like, fuck, okay, man, I love you, okay? (laughs) No, I'm kidding, but he wasn't my usual type. He's not my usual type at all. And I wasn't gonna take him seriously, but then the way he was making me feel, which was important, not important, it was making me feel, I love being claimed. I'm very fiery in that sense. I'm very Leo and Aries at heart. And I find that sexy. Not everyone's like that. Like the first guy I kissed on the first night, he's not that way. He's more PDA. He doesn't do PDA. It's more in private. There's nothing wrong with that. Some people are that way. They find a PDA cringe, not me. I will fuck you in front of everyone. I do not care. Like you claim me. You show everyone that I'm yours and I will do the same. That is so sexy. I love the thought of being a power couple. Like me and my ex, who was a Leo, (laughs) we were that way where regardless of how much we were toxic for each other we were a power couple in a lot of ways and we loved garnishing attention together and I love that so anyway whenever the first guy that I made out with the first night would kind of look at me obviously I tried to not be too close to the other guy because I was like damn my player (laughs) shit is this who I am now oh shit (laughs) damn play a play a violetta (laughs) i just felt so good about myself because it's just not what i do like first of all i don't even have sex with anyone second of all i don't go i don't even kiss boys on the first date so let alone kissing boys on a trip and i know it sounds really pg i don't care i'm just expressing how what excited me because it's just not my usual thing so I was getting all closer with the second guy now, completely forgetting about. So the first guy helped me forget about the guy I was texting. And then the second guy helped me forget about the first guy. I kept forgetting he was even there. No offense to him. I love him, though. And then we decided to go home. We wanted to leave the event early because so we could rest before the Jack Harlow's party that night. So we left together. And then he was like holding my hand. He was just doing everything he probably could to get laid. I don't care because he's hot. He's so hot. He's so sexy. I mean, both the guys that I got to kiss this, this past weekend, they're so sexy. They're so hot. They're so handsome. They have everything going for them. They're also so pleasant to be around. They're so nice. Like, I couldn't have picked two better men. And they're so different from each other, too. But yeah, the second guy, he, he's sexy, yeah. He's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like him for sure. I liked him for sure. So when we got back to the hotel, we were about to go to our rooms and he's like, do you wanna come up to my room? And I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> so now, second day in a row, I'm now in a different room with a different guy. And I was like, Woo, little hoe over here, Violetta. <laughs> I felt good about myself and it was the same thing, same moves, same making out. I'm making out with this guy. We definitely have more sexual chemistry together than the first guy, I won't lie. Hot and heavy, petting. And then of course, same thing. He tries to put his hand on my pants. I'm like, no, oh my God, no, I'm so sorry. No, we can't. And we didn't take it any further. I did what was comfortable for me, what made me feel good about myself. I still enjoy the company with this man. We got to talking, we were hanging on the bed, we're cuddling, and I just felt really good about myself that I was like, fuck, look at me go, like another handsome man in my arms. And then after that, I was like, okay, I'll see you later. And unfortunately he ended up passing out. (laughs) So he didn't go out with us at night, which I thought sucked, but it's because he wanted me to come to his room for us to go together to the event. And I said, no, it's fine. I won't be ready on time. So I'll just meet you downstairs. And that, then he ended up just passing out. And then I think, probably calling his ex. I have a feeling. He said he FaceTimed his mom when he woke up, but uh, I think it was his ex because I don't think his mom was up at 3 a.m., but it is what it is, you know? I, one thing about me, aside from this whole fantasy I created in my head about how everyone wanted me, <laughs> and I was just, in a. I was in an awesome movie and these two guys were the leads, My love interest in the movie is that I don't get jealous about exes and things like that because exes are exes for a reason. And of course, exes are around in someone's life, but that's only because they haven't met me yet. So I believe that's why I don't think twice. I don't get jealous about an ex because if it was going to work out, it would have worked out. And if the ex is still in their life, it's because they didn't have a chance to meet me. And now that they're going to get to know me, If it works out between us, they're going to drop the ex regardless. So I don't need to actually say anything. So I could give a shit whether or not that guy was actually on the phone with his ex. Not to mention, I just made out with someone else the night before. So who am I to judge? So yeah, I went to the Jack Harlow party and I spotted Jack. But I said, you know what? When I said this in my head, not out loud, because then I'll probably be escorted out if I said this to Jack. But I was thinking, you know what, Jack? We could have had something, you and I. Before I came here, I knew I was going to see you. I knew we were going to meet and I knew you would fall in love with me. But you know what? The two guys I already made out with are so much better looking than you. And to be honest, it's like not even on the same scale. Jack and those two other guys, they're way hotter than him. And I was like, I already kissed two boys. I don't think I have room in my heart for a third. I am so sorry. I know you're going to be upset about it. I know you're going to cry about it at night. But unfortunately, you cannot have me. Not this weekend, at least. (laughs) So I decided to not get to know Jack or anything like that. And I decided to actually just go home early because I was tired. I went back to the hotel. The second guy, Kiss, was busy on FaceTime, quote unquote, with his mom at 3 a.m., whatever that meant. So I ended up just packing, going to sleep instead of waiting for him to finish FaceTiming so we could see each other. And then the next morning, he did the same cute little thing that the first guy did, which was try to have breakfast with me. But I didn't respond to his sex only because I had such sexual attraction with the second guy I made out with that I was scared that I would accidentally break my boundaries because I was very down for him. He's sexy. And together, we're very sexy. (laughs) I can't believe I'm going to kill myself the way I'm talking about this person. Okay. But it's whatever. Bear with me. It's my... My little movie for the weekend, my fantasy. That's what's so fun about vacations. It's a little fantasy and you can be whoever you want to be. And I chose to be a queen. (laughs) So I ended up instead calling, FaceTiming the first guy I made out with. And I was like, hey, do you want to get breakfast? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to round the troops. I'm going to get a few boys to come with us. I was like lit. And I was also, also packed for my flight home. So we ended up getting in the car, about to go to breakfast. And he said, wait, hold on. The other guy, the guy I made out with the second night, he goes, wait, he's going to join us. So let's wait really quick. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, this is awkward. I'm about to have lunch with my two main character <laughs> romance love interest in my movie. That's my life. So he got in the car and he was like shocked to see me since I didn't respond to his text. And as usual, he was super cute with me, super adorable, super handsy and touchy that my first guy noticed. And I was like, oh, shit awkward. I felt like such a player, even though all we did was kiss, which literally is nothing for adults. I felt cool. If I was in high school, I would feel like the coolest girl in school. So we had breakfast together and the second guy made out with, he was just adorable. He was really nervous around me. He accidentally poked me with his fork, elbowed me and spilled on me, (laughs) which was perfect for the fantasy movie of my life in my head because that's exactly what would happen in a rom-com. So he was just playing it perfectly. Like he was a perfect man for me to cast in my movie. So I thought it was endearing, it was adorable. And then he was hoping to see me that night when we flew back to LA. He's so cute. I wish I kissed him goodbye. I regret not kissing him goodbye. But the other guy was there and I felt weird about that. So I ended up... Getting on a plane to fly home, which my flight was delayed. And by the time my flight was delayed, the guy that I made out with was already at the airport as well. And when he found out we're both at the airport at the same time, he went to go try to get us some like beers and try to meet me in my gate to hang out before I get on my flight. And as usual, I didn't look at my phone. So by the time he was texting me, he's like, Wait, what kind of beer do you want? What do you want? Okay, whatever, I'm getting you a beer. Adorable. You know, just fucking adorable. I was like, oh shit, I just saw your text. I'm already boarding. So second time of the day that I accidentally missed his sex. So I didn't get to say goodbye or kiss him again. I know, sucks. Everyone should kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got on the plane and the most fun thing that happened on the plane was that the girl sitting next to me ended up being an avid listener of Almost Adulting podcasts, which was so funny because... She thought I looked familiar, but she didn't recognize my face. And to be fair, I find that so flattering these days because I'm so used to people approaching me because they know me as daddy issues. It's even cooler when someone doesn't even know what I look like, but they listen to my podcast religiously. That is so flattering. It means the world to me because that's my newest venture. So I thought that was really cool. So once I realized she's a listener of the podcast, we bonded as hell, that four-hour flight And then I had no choice but to tell her all about my weekend. So I told her about the two guys. I showed her pictures of them. And then I was like, yeah, I'm really into the second guy. And I showed her pictures of me and the second guy. And then we created this whole fairy tale and fantasy of how me and this man, this is it. Like, I love him. (laughs) It was just so fun. We had some good laughs. And uh, so even though you guys have no idea who I'm talking about, she knows exactly the guys I'm talking about, which is so funny because I just knew I'm never going to see her again. So it was just fun. So we shot the shit or whatever the phrase is. And then I landed. And then that night when the guy landed, he was so sweet. He texted me to hang out. And unfortunately, I ended up not being down to hang out just because I guess I was scared that I would break my boundaries and accidentally sleep with him because I found him so sexy. And I was scared to lose control because that whole weekend I felt in control over everything and I was scared to ruin the fantasy because I had such an amazing weekend with these men and all these people that I met and the last thing that I wanted was to then, you know, try to continue, try to prolong this fun weekend and then what if something shitty happens or what if now I have a bad memory of the experience? I just didn't want to taint The experience, which is so silly thinking about it now, because I really wanted to just kiss him or at least a kiss goodbye, which I never got a chance to give him one. I mean, I didn't think I wasn't going to see him again, but I'm assuming we probably won't. But since I'm trying to keep it as one weekend fantasy memory. So I ended up saying I didn't feel well. I didn't really feel well. So I ended up saying I didn't feel well because I was scared that, you know, what if I end up liking him if I hang out with him? What if I end up breaking my boundaries and sleeping with him on accident or what if I end up falling in love and I'm moving in? Am I ready for this? <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But yeah, he was dope. I, I don't know. I shouldn't have said no. But I think, I think when I was away in, in Louisville, Kentucky, I was saying yes to everything because it was a fantasy. And then I got back to the real life at home and suddenly all my doubts and everything kind of creeped up and I got nervous. And I'm like, okay, I think I just need to keep it at the weekend and I'll move on with my life. That was kind of my thought process, which I know sounds silly when I'm saying it out loud. But yeah, super fun weekend. So thankful for Raising Cane's for sponsoring me this weekend. Thankful for Get Engaged company brand for connecting me with Raising Cane's. So thankful for Mercedes and Mercedes of Easton and Daniel of Mercedes for, you know, taking care of me this weekend as well. And so thankful I got to lick two boys faces, I love boys. And I will say lately, I don't know if it's because I've been feeling more confident or I've been more in my feminine era, my feminine energy or whatever it is, but I've also been dressing classier and I've been dressing more covered up. And I swear, I feel like I end up attracting more and more men and the type of men that I like. So again, I don't know if it's because I've been dressing less promiscuous or it's the confidence, but it's something. And also lastly, the reason I didn't continue this fairy tale is because regardless how I felt about those two men over the weekend, regardless how sexy I think the second guy is and his voice is just great, and I just want to lick his face and his whole body, (laughs) it doesn't matter because I can want all of those things. But at the end of the day, I'm still a lady and I still know what I want and what I'm looking for in my standards. My standards are, is that if a man wants me, I'm still expecting, waiting on, like, if you wanted to ask me out, then send flowers to my house and ask me out like a man, then I will go out with you. I am a girlfriend, a lover, a wife, a partner. I'm not a potential hookup, a side chick, a one night stand. That's not who I am. I'm a woman in my thirties. I'm 33 years old. I am here to be taken out because I'm a dater and I'm here to be treated like a queen, like a princess, and I will reciprocate the treatment, obviously, and be super thankful, but I love romance. So that's another reason why I didn't want to just, you know, hang out with this guy when we both landed at 9 p.m. because that's just not my thing. So I'm not saying I closed the door on those two guys, but I'm just saying I'm not here to chase anyone. If one of them reached out, specifically the second guy not that I don't love the first guy, but the second guy, whatever, if he reached out and he was like, oh, I would love to take you out or blah, blah, then of course the saga will continue. But until then, I'm okay with closing the book on this chapter and what a fun weekend I had and not overthinking anything else and just being thankful for my experience. So that's that. Oh, lastly, I will say there was one thing, the enemy, I forgot about that. One thing I did not enjoy was speed. There was a man named Speed that I met. He's like really rude to women. I don't get that vibe. He was kind of, he was standing next to these two really sexy football players that I introduced myself to, cause I wanted to be nice to everyone I met on the suites. And I introduced myself to him and you, and I was like the two football players, the sexy ones said hi. And then there was like this tiny little man standing next to them. I mean, I could literally accidentally step on him cause he's that small. And I noticed him. I was like, oh, hi, I'm Violetta. Nice to meet you. And he's like, "Uh, um, yeah, whatever, Violetta. Anyway, and then turned his back to me to talk to the guys. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that was so weird. It doesn't make sense because we have to spend the whole weekend together. We have to be in the suites together. Like, what is the point to be rude? But I understand that when men, A, I found out that this guy, Speed, never heard of him in my life. Apparently he's known for being rude to women. So in my opinion... I understand that usually when people act this way, it's from their own insecurities. He probably doesn't know how to talk to women. He probably doesn't get any women ever. I would have to assume he's like 19 years old with how he acts. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. So I think it's because he thinks if he's mean to women, then women will like him because otherwise he doesn't know how to speak to them. But it didn't work on me because I don't have low self-esteem. So I just ignored him and his videographer like the whole time, the whole trip, because I was just like, I don't have time for this. Like I'm busy looking at all the different ice cream flavors I can taste and you are an expired ice cream flavor. So I'm not gonna step on you on accident cause you're so little, but that ego of yours is probably the tallest thing about you. So next, anyway, didn't care for him. He'll figure it out. I'm sure one day he'll figure out how to work on his confidence. Anyway, so that's that. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode and we have an amazing episode on Thursday with a guest. I hope you love it. And if I didn't already say this to you, I love you. Happy late Mother's Day. You're amazing. You're sexy. Everyone wants to have sex with you. You're the fucking it. Create a movie in your head about your life and live it that way. And just enjoy every moment. Don't overthink it. Don't create some expectations for yourself because then you'll be disappointed. Just go with the flow and see what happens. You may have the best time and end up making out with two really sexy men. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye.